All right, season eight of Game of Thrones is right around the corner. I cannot argue with you enough. This is literally the best television show I've ever watched. We can argue about it later. Spoiler alert. Listen, listen, listen. Let's go over some stuff. Because there's been like a lot of stuff that's been happening, but there's been a whole lot of stuff that hasn't been happening. So let's go down this list of everything about Game of Thrones that I love that I need for them to answer for me in this final upcoming season. Literally the final season of Game of Thrones. The best television show that has ever existed in my 32 years on this earth. All right, so let's break down everything that I'm looking for. And again, spoiler alert, if you are not all the way caught up to the very last episode of season seven, I will have spoilers for you. And you know how horrible it is to have spoilers when it comes to our Game of Thrones. Catch, catch. All right, so look, this is what I need to know from this new season of Game of Thrones. Now first, let's actually talk about the season itself. One, I am like super duper duper pissed off that there's only supposed to be what like six episodes what the fuck <laughs> I need more episodes like and then they kind of came out with this answer like oh but they're like super duper long so I saw this meme or something on Facebook like a screenshot that somebody posted on Facebook where like every episode is supposed to be like an hour and a half long and then like the final three episodes are like two hours long. And I'm like, you know what? I, you know what? Mm, I, could prob mm, I could probably do that. I, I could do that. If you're going to give me two hours of Game of Thrones in one sitting, yeah, I'll take it. Because I make one episode, two episodes anyway. There was never a time where I sat and I only watched one episode of Game of Thrones. Never. It has never happened. There would literally be times where I would have to force myself to stop watching Game of Thrones because it was so good. So for those of you who don't watch Game of Thrones and you're okay with me spoiling everything, again, I've given you ample time, my baby, to either leave, exit, or turn off this recording, but you're still here. So here's the thing. You know that feeling that you get at the end? You got a good TV show going. They've been having this over-stretching arc of storyline and character development and everything. And at the end of it, there's one big, giant, climactic season finale. Whatever feeling that you get at the end of that, your best television show season finale, that's what every episode is like on Game of Thrones. There is no, oh, I could just watch this one episode and then I'm good. I can wait till next week to watch the next. No, baby. It's literally like, oh, I need to know what's happening next. Oh, I need to know what's happening next. I have started at 8 o'clock at night and literally forced myself to go to bed at 2 o'clock in the morning. I have sat down and watched whole seasons in one sitting, not planning on doing it, right? Mind you, after the first season, I knew I was all in on this show. I went into every single two, season three, season four, season five, season six, season seven, with the idea that I could just watch just one episode. Oh, no. I'm used to it by now. I'm used to how good the show is, the climactic episodes. I'm used to it. I could do it. Nope. Never happened. Never, ever happened. There's never been one occasion where it happened. Mm -mm. Can't think of one. Nope. Zip. Nada. That being said, 
it's such a great television show. And I like the fact that every season, every season is no more than 10 episodes. I can't even think of one that's actually 10 episodes. Well, as soon as I say that, somebody's going to find one and comment and email me to death about it. I can't think of one that's more than 10 episodes, right? And the episodes, they're pretty long. They're about a solid hour each, right? But there's so much inside the episodes. I've never been like a, a medieval type of person. I was never somebody that liked to watch movies about, you know, I don't know, King Arthur and the 12 Knights of the Round Table and I, Guinevere and somebody's in, that was not me. I didn't even like Brave when it came out. The Disney movie? Because it kind of had that medieval kind of thing to it. Not a fan. Not a fan at all. I was forced to like some other castle medieval stuff, but not Brave. I was not into it. That being said, I went into this, watching this with a bias. I was literally at work in a whole room full of people and they kept talking about winter and da 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 and everybody kept laughing about something about winter because it was literally getting cold outside. And I was like, what? Winter is coming. What are y'all talking about? And as soon as I identified myself as somebody who did not watch Game of Thrones, this is only a year ago, I got the most <laughs> like crazy stares of all time. What? You don't watch Game of Thrones? Huh? Are you crazy? And I'm just like, yeah, no. Oh, no, I'm not watching that. I'm not watching anything about dragons and dungeons. And I knew the dragons were a thing. But then literally like the 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 vitriol that I got, not vitriol, like the the what the shock that I got from that room. I was like, OK, what, what am I missing? Like I had heard people talking about it for years. Again, didn't move the needle for me. Besides that, it was on HBO and I wasn't paying for no damn HBO. The guy literally said, I will give you my HBO Go password if you will go home and watch one episode tonight and tell us what you think tomorrow. And I was like, listen, if I ain't got to pay for it, oh, I'm all in, my baby. I took that man's HBO Go password. I went home. When I say 15 minutes into the episode, I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to have to pay that $9.99 a month or whatever HBO was like. I was like, oh, no, no, I need this. I need this in my entire life. When I say I was like, OK. Let me go ahead and get this free week from HBO. So HBO gives you, I think at the time they gave me two weeks, two weeks free. And I was like, okay, let me soak in all the Game of Thrones that I can get. And then after that, you know, I shouldn't have too, too much. I looked at the, all the lengths of the episodes and everything. I was like, oh, shouldn't that be too, too long? I could do this in a two week time span. And even if I have to pay for it, I'll just pay for it for one month. But I need to watch this show. Yo, and I got lucky. Like literally on like the third to last day of that two week trial, I found out, I think AT&T had already bought them. Maybe I just didn't know about it. I found out that AT&T, which I have my phone service through, actually purchased HBO. So if you have AT&T, you get HBO for free. I was like, oh, what? Oh, I ain't got to pay for it? Yo, I linked that account up so quick, yeah. When I say ever since then, gone on Game of Thrones. I've been telling everybody at work, you don't watch Game of Thrones, watch Game of Thrones. Like I don't got people hooked on Game of Thrones because I'm spreading the word. HBO cut me a check. I'm just saying one woman marketing machine here. Anyway, back to what I'm looking for. That's the show itself. Right now, I'd heard there were some other interviews and the people have posted some videos. There were some articles written about the fact that the two writers or showrunners, D.B. Weiss and David something, 
they were in talks and literally like some of the cast had even like alluded to the fact that they don't even know what the actual ending is because they've shot for some reason number seven is like sticking out of my head they've shot so many different endings and some of them might be like yay for the audience some of them may be like <gasps> for the audience and somebody be like what for the audience and like literally they as a, as, as the people that are on the show had no idea what the ending was actually going to be and now i'd heard some other convoluted stuff i don't know if this was just became like exaggerated where they literally shot not only did they shoot seven different endings so that like the cast wouldn't know when they did interviews but they even had their team fully edit all seven different endings right so you got seven different endings so even the staff like the writers the editors you know like the the photographer like none of them even know what it's going to be not even just the cast no nobody knows okay so it's completely random and i'd heard that one instance where the actual showrunners were going to decide like literally like when they give the the disc for hbo to actually run because they literally do that like a couple of hours before the show comes on air for the live audience right that they were going to make their final decision on their way to HBO studios to actually drop it off to be played live on the air. That was one thing that I heard. Then I heard that they were going to make it super duper random and then literally have all seven, I guess, discs or flash drives or however they do this, like literally like anonymously late, like plain labeled like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven and have George R.R. R. Martin, the writer of Game of Thrones, the writer of the, the books that the series is inspired on literally pick randomly which one it's going to be or just have him knowingly pick what, what ending that he liked the most. So I literally heard all these different variations of what the ending could, should, whatever be. I don't know, but I know that there are some things that I want completely answered with this new season of Game of Thrones. So again, if you're not all caught up, all of these things might be spoilers for you. You have been given ample warning to leave the room. You still here? I'm assuming that you want to listen. Number one question I need answered is, is Yara Greyjoy still alive? So in season seven, Yara Greyjoy and her brother, Theon Greyjoy, they were still riding. They were kind of like camaraded together against their uncle who had killed their dad to take over the Iron Islands. Right. So he was on a quest to like completely murder them. They leave. They join Daenerys' team. Oh, this is a recap. I wish I had my, my flashback music. Anyway, they partner up with Daenerys. They say, hey, you can be the queen. We will support you. We like what you're talking about. Just let us have the Iron Islands. Just help us kill our uncle and then let us have the Iron and just leave us in peace. And she was like, yeah, sure. Come on. But none of that raping and killing and pillaging shit that y'all been doing. Y'all can't come to the new world with that tomfoolery. And they was like, all right, then. As long as we get to kill our uncle and we keep the Iron Islands, we get to die without dying, whatever they talking about, <laughs> then yeah, we all for it. Sign us up for the Christian Jubilee. Well, what they didn't count on, on their way to take the Dornish army to King's Landing, right? They're literally sailing. Their uncle was like, yeah, I'm here, bitches. Like literally... We thought that he killed Yara. He didn't. He kidnapped her and offered her as a prisoner gift to Cersei. And that's it. We never see anything else about Yara. So is she alive? Is she, did they execute her? Like what's happening now? They never answered that question. So 
So that's one. I need that answer. Question number two. I do not know her name, but y'all know who I'm talking about. Will they rescue the woman from Dorn from the prison? So here's what I mean. If you remember that woman and then she had those three daughters, right? So her boo thing, I guess, because I don't think they were married. Her boo thing was killed by the mountain in combat defending Tyrion Lannister from something. I don't remember what it was, but it was from something. Oh, I think it was when they accused him of poisoning Joffrey. I think that's what it was. And he chose trial by combat. Something like that. Anyway, her boo thing was killed. She blamed Cersei and all the Lannisters. So she said, oh, they all got to die. Now, Cersei's daughter, Marcella, was like in summer camp in Drone or something. I don't know. I can't remember why she was there, but she was in Drone. So old girl is like, <laughs> oh, you killed my boo and my boo's people ain't gonna do nothing about it. I bitch. But your daughter over here, though, yo. All right. So I'm gonna kill her. So she literally poisoned the little girl. The little girl died. Cersei like, oh, okay. So you poisoned my daughter. I got you in my custody now. All right. So this is what I'm going to do. Not only did she kidnap her, she kidnapped one of the drones, the drone? No, Dorn. The Dorn's woman daughters, right? Literally had them chained in the same room on opposite sides of the room. But they can't, they don't have enough slack to be able to touch each other or anything. And that's the only thing in the room. And they're facing each other. There's nowhere else you can turn. Their arms are like all the way behind them. So it's super uncomfortable. Yo, she got them messed up. Yeah. Then she literally kissed the girl. And that's the same way that the Dorn woman delivered the poison to her daughter. She had an autopsy done on her daughter by her little weird, weird scientist, Bill Nye kind of scientist person that advises her. Right. She had her daughter done an opposite, an autopsy on her had her weird scientist guy create a poison that was exactly like the one that was used to kill her. Put it on her lips like a lipstick, just like the other lady did to her daughter and kissed her daughter. Right. And then drank the little antidote and then walked out the room and was like, nah, I ain't going to kill you. I ain't going to have nobody kill you. What I'm going to have you do is sit in this room and you're going to watch your daughter get poisoned to death. I want you to see what you did to me. Yo, like, that's some cold ass shit. And she said, oh, we're going to keep you alive. I ain't even going to be in here and let you starve, my nigga. Like, if you won't eat, we will force it down your throat. Like, she told her, we're going to keep you alive. I want you to see this. And she said, I don't know if it's going to take. She's like, this is a new poison. I don't know if it's going to take a couple hours for her to die. It might take her a week to die. It might take her a month to die. But you're going to be here for all of it, baby. Like, when you think about what happened, the woman killed, did kill her daughter. She poisoned her daughter, which her daughter had nothing to do with nothing. The little girl was like 14 years old. She was over there in summer camp living her best life, falling in love with people and, and whatnot. Child, she was over there like a little Disney princess, just living. And that lady kissed her. It was the kiss of death, honey. The kiss of death sent that girl back to her mama in a coffin. When you think about it, like that's the reason why she's in there. You'd be like, yo, Cersei, Cersei, Cersei she should have done that. 
as a mother, she should have did all of that and more, right? But when you think about Cersei Lannister, you'd be like, man, fuck Cersei Lannister. Like, but that's some cold shit, though. She, Cersei done got crueler and just, like, smart with it. It's funny to see the difference between the two. When there's a man on the throne, you don't like somebody, you want to punish somebody, you just kill him. Literally, that's it. Just stab him with a sword, chop their head off, whatever. Just kill him. Not a woman. Oh, no. A woman get on the throne. She's like, nah, nah, nah. I ain't going to kill you. I'm going to do the exact same thing times 10 that you did to me. I didn't have to see my daughter die. You're going to have to watch this, my baby. You're going to have to watch it with all your heart, all your soul, and all your spirit. So because they were keeping her alive, I want to know, is she going to get rescued? Is she down there? Like, and how long does it take for them to do stuff? We would leave one season and come back to the next. And it was almost like the same amount of time that passed for us passed for them. Like sometimes in some season finales, they'll end the season. Let's say it's on a Monday. They'll pick up the season like literally like a second later. Like there's only been like 30 seconds that passed in TV time. There's some that are a little bit later. Like it'll be six months later. Game of Thrones, it'd be like 10 years later. You'd be like, what? <laughs> So I want to know how long it's going gonna, it's gonna to take for them to get there. And if it is a long time for them to get to Westeros or to King's Landing specifically, will she, will she still be alive in order to be rescued at that point? All right. Next one. What will John do when he realizes that he has sex with his auntie? <laughs> I let that sit in your brain for a little bit, especially if you don't watch the show. That might sound crazy. Uh, but incest is not anything that we're not used to seeing on this show. I will say that it, the show is very intense. So here's what I mean by that. So just let's just recap for a second. So we kind of saw this budding romance, spark, butterflies, something that was happening between Dan uh, Danny and uh, Jon Snow, right? Daenerys Targaryen and Jon Snow. We kind of saw something budding between them. And as an audience member, I was like, yeah, yeah. They're my two favorite people. Oh, besides Arya. Like, secretly, I'm rooting for Arya to sit on the Iron Throne. Like, Arya is that chick, yeah? Side note. Super duper side note. But anyway, back to Danny and John. They are like the crowd favorites. They're like the Ross and the Rachel, right? They're like the, the Jay-Z and the Beyonce. And they finally come together. Like, legit. They finally come together in season seven. And they meet. And at first, it's like they don't like each other. But it's like you're as an audience member, you're like, no, like each other. Like you're both good. You're both striving for the good of the world. You both love your family. Oh, no. Get along. I love you both together. I love you both separately, but I love you even more together. It was kind of like one of those things where you've just been waiting like, oh, I wonder if if they hook up, that would be like the, the, the best thing. But they've never met each other. And then now there's an opportunity for them to meet and to like each other. And you're rooting for it. That's what it was like all of season seven. At the very end of season seven, you see Jon Snow walking. They decide to sail together some island. I, I forgot where they were sailing to. They're sailing on a boat together. And I was kind of like, oh, okay, yeah. Because at first their, their teams were like, why don't y'all go separately? Like you go on a boat and you fly on your little dragons or whatever. And then she was like, nope, we will sail together. And I was like, oh, they're on a boat together. You know, this ain't like 2019 like we're in, right? It takes like 
a year to get anywhere <laughs> in this time frame, right? So I'm like, ooh, y'all gonna be on them boats for like at least a month. Like it takes a month, at least at minimum a month to get to your next door neighbor in this, in this world. So I'm thinking like, yes, yes, I'm all for this. I'm all for this. And then you see a scene and you see Jon Snow walk gingerly, but confidently. He walks into the room. You see Daenerys open the door. You see her move aside and let him enter. They look into each other's eyes lovingly. And then someone closes the door. Then they get to talking. They go to somebody else. Somebody else gets to talking. And then you hear this story that Bran is telling. Because, you know, Bran is a three-eyed raven. He can see everything, right? So we kind of see all this history of like who Jon Snow is and everything. While we're hearing the story, we see Jon Snow and Daenerys Targaryen rolling around in the sack together, like legit knocking the boots, right? They go back to the storytelling with Bran because Bran knows and sees everything. So what Bran tells us as the audience is, oh yeah, my auntie, yeah, she had a baby. That little secret baby, his daddy, was Daenerys Targaryen's brother, yeah? <laughs> and literally, Jon Snow is the thing that the entire war started on. So the war that his dad was in with his dad's best friend, the reason why they're at where they're at, that was all because of Jon Snow. Because Jon Snow's dad, Ned Stark, his best friend, Robert Baratheon, who was the king, right? He thought that the love of his life, the woman of his dreams, which, just, which so happens to be Jon Snow's auntie, Ned Stark's sister. What's her name? Lysandra? The love of his life. She was the love of his life. She secretly didn't tell nobody. So that's why everybody thought he kidnapped her and he raped her or something like that. She secretly got married to Daenerys Targaryen's brother. But he thought that she got kidnapped and raped and all types of crazy shit. So that's the reason why he started the rebellion against the Targaryens, which is why he ended up on the throne, which is why his wife is now just literally watching little girls perish in the basement. <laughs> literally, Jon Snow is the reason for everything. He's the reason why Daenerys doesn't sit on the Iron Throne. Or he doesn't. Maybe he was supposed to sit on the Iron Throne. Yeah, he would have been the one that's sitting on the Iron Throne. Man, it's crazy. So they're having sex. And then they just end it. Like, yep, Jon Snow is a Targaryen. And end of scene. <laughs> what do I do with that? What do I do with that? I need to figure out what happens with that. Next. Is the Three-Eyed Raven, is Bran the Night King? Now listen, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me, and listen to me well. Listen to me. I've heard so many theories about Bran being the Night King. Honestly, I feel like they might be true. I feel like Bran was like, okay, so listen, this is my theory about Bran being the Night King. And I think Bran is, nope, nope, let me not, let me not. This is why I think Bran is the Night King, right? So, you know how Bran went into Hodor? And was like, yo, let me kind of reach around in your mind and use your body to do stuff. I think maybe he got too comfortable being the three-eyed, like floating in and out of bodies and in and out of time and whatever. 
and he floated in and out of somebody because the guy they show the guy that becomes the night king when the children of men put the dragon whatever the dragon rock no dragon stone yeah dragon glass that's what it is when the 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 children of men put the dragon glass into the guy's heart it turned him into the night king he and then turned all the dead people into like a whole army right so when you look at the actor that played him i don't think that's where they were going unless they completely change like in in season eight which we don't know yet because it hasn't come out yet right so like the theory is that person that guy is brand right because literally we blink i don't know about y'all but the boy was a little boy and then I blinked and he was like a grown ass man. <laughs> He's like six foot eight. Like he was literally like two foot nine the, last, the first time we saw him. And then we blinked and the man was like six, five, you know, 150 pounds. Like he was a grown man, a super grown man, a cute. Is he legal? A cute grown man. If he's grown. If he's not, then he's just a cute little boy. Mm -mm, not, I'm not diving into that. So anyway, so that's the other theory. Now, let's say if it's too far-fetched for him to be that, that guy, especially since we have it on film, that the actor's face, they show him turning into the Night King, right? What if he, he did the same thing that he did with Hodor, right? What if he was just like bored or for whatever reason, he was kind of like in somebody else's mind or something like that. And then the children of men stabbed the ice in him, like right at that point. And he, because he was in the guy's mind, he became the Night King. Like, it's, it's plausible, I guess. I just feel like there's some connection to that guy. Because it, it just seems too weird for it to just been a random guy that, like, the children of men picked off the street. There's some, there's some, there's some story to him. Like, I feel like he's going to tie back to, like, how the war got started. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. That's the theory, though. So next thing I need answered, will Cersei have a baby? So they kind of alluded, first of all, for those of y'all who don't watch the show and have stayed, um, <laughs> another thing that kind of kicked off this whole show, like the whole reason why all of this fighting and everything is really happening too, is because the, the kid who's the three-eyed raven, who just was a little boy, like 20 minutes ago, he was a little boy, right? So like, him the reason he's actually crippled in the show like he can't walk and the reason why he can't walk is because he accidentally walked in on Cersei who's the queen who has a twin brother his name is Jamie her and her twin brother were having sex <laughs> which again why it's not such a throw for us to to watch incest on the show because we've seen John and Daenerys child it's been happening since the very first episode is when we found out about this. So in the, literally the very first episode of Game of Thrones, Cersei and Jaime are having sex and Bran walks or technically climbs through a window on them. He wasn't trying to. He just climbs just for the sake of climbing. And he just he heard some noises. And as a little kid, he was like, oh, what's that? And he walked in and he saw two people that he knows should not be doing that thing doing <laughs> that thing right they start freaking out and jamie pushes him out of a window he thinks that he's killed him but he has only paralyzed him from the waist down that's it 
So that's really what like the catalyst. Them trying to kill Bran is like, for the most part, the catalyst of the show as well. Like another one of the big, big things of the show. So like just kind of keeping that in mind, they were really trying to keep the fact that she was fucking her brother like on the low low. So Cersei has three kids on the show. All three of those kids are from her brother, which is another kind of big point in the show because none of her children, therefore her entire family, none of them have like an actual claim to the throne. So if Robert became the king by conquest, so that's legitimate in this time frame because he slaughtered everybody, he won the war. So Robert is king by conquest, but that means when Robert dies, which he is dead, it should go to his children in, um, what do you call it? Um, uh, not chronological order, by birthday, right? Oldest first, and really the boys. So all of his children are now dead and his children did have the throne with the exception of the daughter. They had the throne in succession. So the first son had it, he died. The daughter, she died. The second son, he had it, he killed himself. So all of the children are dead. So again, by that lineage, the living person, which is the mother, becomes the queen. She's still living. She has no more children. There's no grandchildren or anything. So it goes to her. None of the king's sons that became king after him, they didn't get married or it didn't last long or the wives are dead. So none of them get to become the ruler. So it goes automatically to Cersei. So if that any of that had to come out at any time, there would have been a automatic kind of like uprising by the people like your kids ain't legitimate anyway. So why is your son Joffrey on the throne? He's not legitimate. So they had to keep that a secret. Well, not in season seven In season seven. Oh, she got bold with it. Like she was like, I don't care if they know I'm fucking my brother. She actually got pregnant by him. He was like, uh, what are we going to do? You ain't been dating nobody. She's like, I don't care who knows. Like she became like legit, super raw. Like when I say raw, I mean raw. Homegirl did not give two fucks. Now what? Now two. So will she actually have this baby? She's alluded that she's pregnant. What's going to come of that? Like, is she going to live? At the end of this, I, like I've never wanted for a human being and a television, a fictional human being to die more. No, I wanted Joffrey to go. Joffrey, had, like she's in my top three of like villains or people. I'm like, no, you got to go on this. There's been a lot of people that have just been evil, horrible. We've had people that just kill for no reason. They just kill just to kill. My top three evil people, um, Joffrey. Yeah, sociopath, like not sociopath, but like for him, I would just say. He's been rich his whole life, pampered his whole life. He, he was just an ass, a douche, a douche with unlimited power. Then you had Ramses. Ramsey was a, a straight up socio uh, psychopath. Like he was just killing people to be killing. And he wasn't killing like normal ways. Like he wasn't going out stabbing people with swords. Like homeboy was having people eaten by dogs. Like homeboy was hunting people with like bows and arrows. He would literally have people skinned alive, like, nailed their body to like a cross when I say a cross not a T an X shape and then set them on fire all while they're alive like homeboy was just cray okay like he was cutting boys dicks off and throwing them in fires like it was like a Lorena Bobbitt flash but child it was crazy I put Cersei as being even eviler than him because at least we can say like he he had a mech a uh, uh, a mental deficiency like homeboy was just crazy like in this day and age he'd have been locked up 
like a long time ago. He would have been super locked up. Cersei is just, she's like a cunning evil, right? Her son was just doing stupid shit, just to be an asshole. And what's the name was just hardcore, just crazy. She's just, she's literally evil. Oh, babies, because she thinks about her moves and she does things purposely. Homegirl blew up a whole.